All right. Good people. Good people. Hey, hey, this is your girl, uh, Shadia in the building. Um, Cloud Nine in the Straight Shot. You know what it is. You always know what time it is when we in the building. You know, if I'm on the mic, you know, I got something up my sleeve. (laughs) That's how it goes down. Uh, Cloud Nine in the Straight Shot, uh, your host, Shadia, a.k.a. Uptown Judy Brown. They also know me as Sunflower Divine, Miss Deja, depending on how I'm feeling. You know how it is. Um, but we want to thank you guys so much, our worldwide listeners. We've been getting so much support. I mean, it is like unbelievable. And I, I just really appreciate you guys' emails. Um, and cloud9thepodcast at gmail.com for those of you who do want to email us. But we are very much appreciative of all the love we've been getting. And even the hate mail, honey, because I take that too, you know. Uh, everything has a divine purpose, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, maybe I can grow from it. But uh, go ahead and send me uh, any emails you have. But we really appreciate you guys supporting us. Um, right now, of course, winning is Spotify. We're actually the hottest on Spotify right now. So uh, I need all you iTuners and Stitchers and TuneIn Radio radios to tell your friends and uh uh, on soundcloud tell them tell them about us okay but today guys you know i always you know one thing about what what i do and uh what i've had the pleasure to do because of you guys is i've I've had this a platform to where i'm always able to bring in and present amazing people amazing people and when I say amazing you know I know a lot of people use these these words today you know it's trending oh she's so awesome she's so fabulous he's so amazing he's great uh nah but there's one thing when you come across and you guys know what I'm talking about when you cross paths with genuine down to earth real people and today I have that that per, uh, one of those people in in here today her name is Tasha gray what's up girl what's up girl oh, what's up don't she sound oh it's the voice sound all amazing well, and dainty Tasha, Tasha, Tasha. i'm so i'm so grateful so uh before we kind of begin guys i want to tell you that um i'm bringing Tasha in because uh i actually know Tasha uh, uh personally i don't know her, i'm not tight with her but i i'm tight enough to know how amazing she is so put it that way um and i really um just get a, a beautiful just a beautiful energy she just exudes greatness uh just just something about her you know what i'm saying you know guys when you walk past someone there's certain times you they can say maybe a few words to you but there's a presence like they've walked into their purpose or they've walked into the destiny now i'm Tasha may be like girl you you saying too much but let's talk <laughs> to Tasha. welcome girl thank you thank you for having me you are so welcome uh, you look great in the studio today thank as you. i would i would i would assume that a health and wellness <laughs> uh instructor would be Tasha is a motivational speaker guys um she is a, pretty much like a life coach, a health and wellness uh, instructor. She's kind of a jack of all trades. She's a businesswoman by day, a family woman, a mother. And so we thank you for having taken the time out. Thank you so much. Tasha, won't you tell uh, our audience, for those out there who don't know, and I'm sure are looking forward to hearing about you, tell them a, a little bit about who you are. Who is Tasha Gray? Tasha Gray, a very complex woman. <laughs> um, we like complexity. Yeah, I think complexity is um, right along the lines of authentic. Um, I think we're all complex in our own way. But I, I deem myself to, to be a transparent person and to be a realist. Um, I love people. That's just who I am, no matter where I'm at, whether it's on the street or uh, the person holding the door for me, I'm always just trying to make a connection with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, 
I love people. I love um, every interaction in life, and I try to just make the most of it. Oh, and I can tell, and it's funny you say that because you come off that way. Uh, like you're into those divine connections, those beautiful connections. And, uh, you know, um, I will say this is that I think what first moved me when I even first met you, I've known you for a very long time, uh, indirectly, but directly, um, but uh, your sense of transparency. And I always find that. For any of us, um, I think transparency can can um, be a good balance because then we can often look in the mirror and be real with ourselves. Absolutely. And I really appreciated your transparency. I mean, not only just social media, but even in person, you seem very like an open book, like a person that you could just walk up to and tell anything and they could receive anything. Well, thank you. That's how I try to be. And I don't even think it's a try to be. It's just how I am. Um, but sometimes it'll bite you in the butt because, you know, <laughs> not everybody is receptive to kind people. So, you know, I've had to uh, develop thick skin over the years. I would get my little feelings hurt. And I love hard. I, I love people. But the world's just not like that. So um, I, I really have to I've had to work at having that balance and using discernment with being so transparent on certain things you are she girl she already talking about it in the studio (laughs) I mean that discernment let's talk about that discernment yeah Yeah. with you in relation to you don't you think I mean that's a gift and you 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 obviously like you're just stating that that is a gift that is truly yours you feel you have discernment I feel like I do um But what bites me and kind of I talk about this kind of in the present time and in the past time, because I think people can relate to both. But using discernment sometimes can come across as uh, being judgmental, too. So there has to be true discernment from God and not from your own limited experiences. So I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but with using boundaries and common sense kind of mingled oh, in there wow yeah now, that, now that's powerful because um discernment actually can come off that way actually where yeah. you know you can come off where you're making a a judgment I mean do you find that uh, your discernment is always on point <laughs> you know now that I've gotten older yes mm-hmm. um, I think before it was a pretty good accuracy mm-hmm. but in there uh, with being a people lover you know you you learn to tear down some layers and figure out why you're a people lover and I do feel like that is a, a a genuine trait in me but once upon a time I used to be a people pleaser oh and there's goodness. a difference you know because a lot of the times when you're trying to please other people you're trying to fill a void within yourself oh my god see this is this is why it's going to be a part one <laughs> with Tasha because uh, I think that these are uh, especially conversations that you know, need to be had because I, I will be honest, I think I'm in that people pleaser stage still, meaning that, and that's probably the Libra in me always trying to balance yeah. uh, that, but um, I'm trying to get away from that. Um, but I always use people used to always say, and I don't know if you're like this, and sometimes folks would, you know, would, who feel they have discernment typically are sensitive people. Do mm-hmm. you consider yourself a sensitive person? I do. I do. I think that I'm a recovered sensitive person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so not a lot, you know, I really try to go with the flow. I, I kind of vibe off people's energy. If they're receptive, then I'm receptive. If they got an attitude, then I just move on before I would be like, Oh my God, like what is wrong with them? Like I was being nice and you know, and it's yeah, like, no matter what you do, yeah, you're not, it's you not good what? enough. Yeah. But you know what? I'm into pleasing God and that's about it. Ooh, you know, you better tell me, you know, when you do that, everything else underneath that follows in line. You're, it you know, falls suit. You could be a good wife, a good friend, a good mother. 
good yeah, employee, cousin, you know. sister, whatever. Yeah. So you just, I think that that should be our goal because you please people. We waver. I mean, I can't yeah. please myself sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I hear that. And we, sometimes we forget about ourselves quite yeah. a bit too. So, but I, I always, uh, with every, uh, show I do or interview I do, it's very important for me to know, uh, grounding and where, where it kind of all started, um, you know, for, for anyone, because it, it kind of gives you kind of a rich history about them to let you know why they are who they are. Yeah. So in saying that, being that you're, you know, motivational speaker and you know just oh my gosh you're so much you in fact you inspire so many of us including myself but uh you know a health and wellness coach and you know a mother you know I want to know where you where it all started for Tasha. you know well you know how did you grow up where are you from tell the people where you're from so I'm from Stockton California yeah yeah so I moved (laughs) to Sacramento when I was 14 and um I had a rough beginning you know I The way that I view it now in retrospect is my foundation has been jacked up out the door. You know, it was jacked up out the gate. So, um, and I've shared this story before, but uh, I was born to, you know, Rachel Reyes and Thurman Berry. And Mm -hmm. um, my dad's been a heroin addict my whole life. And my mom, you know, dabbled in drugs. And so when I was younger, they split up when I was about 11 or 12 and my mom actually abandoned me and my brother in a park when I was 12. Oh, and at that, at that age, 12. Yeah, yeah, in Stockton. And so, you know, where my mom is. That's a, is traumatic. A, yeah, she's a wonderful mother now. So I say that to put that out there, but this is part of my story and I don't hide it. No, you can't. Yeah. So you she, can't hide that. Yeah. So she did that. And, you know, we, my brother and I live with my aunt and we went through the, the chain of events of going through family members and, you know, all that stuff. And my dad found out and he was really upset. So he came and took us back out of love and was he still an addict yeah he was still an addict and so in retrospect I think that it was an act of love based on how he knew how to love and but through that you know we experienced a lot of homelessness and my dad was a pimp so we lived in a house where he pimped out you know his his wife and all of the women around so that's what I grew up seeing I, you don't I, hear that story yeah so so really Wow. You know, it's something about a child that's not protected. Yeah. There's something about that. And um, I think, and that's why it's so interesting, it's saying motivational speaker and even some pastors and things like that. I, I, I really believe that. I, you know, it's almost amazing when you find that they do come from those beginnings yeah. because they have a story that's a testimony. And I think that that actually can bring you to the journey you're at now. Yeah. You know, it, 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 did you find strength in that? Oh, absolutely. You know, as a child, I always was a very hopeful child and I always used my imagination. So even when I was in those times of being homeless and be, we lived in oh, cars. The abandonment yeah. by your mother yeah. at 12, mm-hmm. you know, and you're really the emotional abandonment of your father because if he's, you know, under, uh, unfortunately on drugs, he's emotionally unavailable, Absolutely. but physically there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there were some, um, I've always been a look at the half, the glass half full type of child. <sighs> And so even when, you know, I got so many funny stories with my dad, like he, we would be homeless and I'd be starving. Me and my brother, he'd walk us down the streets of Stockton for hours and he's giving me a spelling bee. He's like, you're not going to be dumb. You, you got, you can't just be pretty. You got to be smart. So he was instilling game in me and he was telling me, don't you let these men run over you. You know, he would, he would tell me that while he's pimping out his wife, you know? So it was like, oh, I had to pick God. out the good parts, you know? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. You are yeah, see, you are definitely uh the cream of the crop then in terms of just human beings because um I find this with self is that I have a hard time with uh forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Have you forgiven your your uh you know your mother and your father? And tell me if I'm getting too personal, but no, not at all. you know, um forgiveness, how and and this is all leading to one thing because I think forgiveness is part of that journey though, to get you over these hurdles and things in life. You know, so I'm uh are you finding that you've held on to a lot of these emotional disappointments uh, with your family or do you find that you have actually forgiven them and just met them where they're at and moved on. You know, I, I forgave my mom about six years ago. So oh, I wow. Think, yeah. It's been a time. Yeah, yeah. Just so, a journey to mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So there was, you know, I always maintained a relationship with my mom as a child. You just, you want that love from your parents. So you, you give yeah. chance after chance and you're always hopeful. And, you know, I've been praying for my mom and dad since I was 14 and aware of their, you know, dysfunction. And I just wanted that family atmosphere so I forgave my mom, and the reason why I forgave my mom was because she really put in the work to change. Oh, that's you know? amazing. She put in the work to change, and one day, it used to be really hard for me to buy cards for my mom, and I would just stand there and cry and look at the cards on Mother's Day and birthdays because I didn't have any words that I Yeah, because Hallmark wasn't it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I would buy mm-hmm. a blank one and put, like, have a good day, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember she gave me a card one time. And it was a birthday card and she always apologized for being a bad mom. And I remember thinking she helps with the kids. Like she helped with my career. She watched them while I went to work. She didn't charge, you know, she, she really helped my husband and redeeming I. herself a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So she redeemed. And I, I always was kind of, I always gave my dad a pass during that time. Like, Oh, he's on drugs. And her, I held her to a higher standard because I felt like, She's my mom. You know, I would never do that to my kids. But as an adult, I realize women go through hurt. And sometimes we hold on to things that we shouldn't hold on to because it's a void. So I had to look at my mom as a woman and not just my mom. So when I could understand her hurt as a woman and I saw the effort that she put in to redeem herself, I was asking her to pay for something that she couldn't afford to pay. And that was my childhood. Yeah, she didn't know how to give it. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, you probably, you know, and it's so funny, the pathology with that. And we're going to get into some women's series and men. But right now, you know, we're talking about as we can only relate. We're women. That's that's from our our standpoint. But it's just very interesting to me how we would hold our uh, women to a much higher standard, a mother to a much higher standard. When, in fact, she definitely had to be going through something herself to accept an addicted man into mm-hmm. her life that wasn't Absolutely. equipped to be emotionally available for her or yes. the children. Yes. So that means, you know what I mean? So I respect that. Wow. But forgiveness is what helps shaped, you know, you now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you've forgiven them both. Well, <clears throat> I thought I forgave my dad, but oh. what happened was, you know, over the, having a drug addicted parent, you know, I spent thousands of dollars putting them in rehabs and picking them up. And I mean, there were even times that I bought my dad drugs just to have a relationship with him, just to get him to come to Christmas. I would be like, here's 20, go get your stuff, hurry up. But I was terrified looking around in the car and, you know, I'd come home, we'd had this whole routine, but that was so toxic. And I had to grow to realize that I need, I didn't need to put in that effort to have a relationship he needed to. So Mm -hmm. I kind of put up some boundaries and I really didn't have a relationship with him for outside of, you know, like being his payee. Um, But 
it was more of a business transaction. Oh, wow. But he recently got sick. And, um, you know, I felt like God was telling me, you need to go try to minister to him. And I thought I forgave him, you know. So I went to him and I tried to minister to him and he laughed at me. You know, I was pouring my heart out and I just said, I wasn't trying to make him feel guilty. I just said, you know, dad, like you're getting sick and I just want to release you if you have any, you know, guilt or anything. He said, no, I'm good, girl. <laughs> and I Isn't said, that something? And I was like, wow. And so anger built up immediately. And mm-hmm. so from that moment, I was a different person. And what happened was it's like these things, these weeds started to come up that I thought were removed and it wasn't, and it was unforgiveness in my heart. And so I realized that my behavior that I had, you know, directed towards my husband and towards people and trying to like rejection, I I would take real offense to it because I've been abandoned. My dad, you know, always put women and and things over us. So I felt like, why don't I matter? Why aren't Mm -hmm. I good enough? And so when people rejected me, that was my trigger. Yeah. So it, I ended up going, the timing was right. He actually did end up accepting Christ and I forgave him. that's amazing. Yeah, so I forgave him. And so it was more of like God's timing. He had to, I kept praying that God would soften his heart. But God was like, no, boo, I need you to soften your heart. Yeah, and he can't give. I guess it's one of those things where, you you know, you feel he can't give what what you don't have. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, because it's funny, we, uh, and that's probably what I I see in you too, because we've kind of got the same story. My dad was not an addict, but um, uh, funny enough, very present in the home uh, for many, many years. Um, You know, my mom and dad were married for many years, but uh, even though my dad was present physically, emotionally, he was not. He wasn't a equipped uh you know he comes from a very battered um abused childhood and I think that that had a lot of bearing on how he treated me specifically and as a woman and I remember having a conversation with my dad and saying um why do you treat me like the next broad Mm -hmm. you know why do you treat me and that when you said that's something about your dad you know about about him you know pimping out women or when he came you came to him and, and he said you know he didn't feel any guilt that's the same way my dad Mm-hmm. He didn't feel guilt for what? Yeah. And so, you know, I still actually, and I actually admire you because I'm at, at a point to where it's like I have not forgiven that aspect. And it's a journey um, because I do feel like, what is forgiveness? That's a question I always have. But I really admire you even more so because that's difficult. It was. I mean, that's it, not I, 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 right now. I'm being honest. I, I can't do yeah. it. But you know what? You can do it on your own because it, it yeah. has to be God working on your heart. And I agree. I need to, I needed to know that I was enough in God's eyes. And when I talk about that foundation being broken, he's like, OK, they had a job. They had one job mm-hmm. and that was to be your parents. And they, they didn't do it. But he placed so many people in my life like he's he placed a stepfather in my life who was amazing and he couldn't have kids. So he would always tell me, you were the only thing I couldn't get on my own. God had to give you to me. So he, he filled that void. So I, I'm not lacking anything, even just with all the people. I know that I'm enough in God's eyes. So that's where it comes to the not pleasing people anymore. Like he has a yeah, journey for me. And if I keep trying to please everybody along the way, it's stump, it, it, it's, 
I'm stagnant. I can't mm-hmm. move in my purpose. So yeah, yeah. You, oh gosh. Well, let me write down some stuff she just <laughs> said. This is why she's the motivational speaker, life coach, <laughs> health and fitness instructor. So we're gonna transition over. Uh, always humble beginnings, but we I always like to get to the positive and to the yes. good, yes. meaty stuff. Meaty stuff. Not necessarily all positive because journeys aren't always that. We fall down and we get back up. But what's the what can I say is the difference between what can you say is the difference between who you are then versus who you are now and how, you know, it seems that you pretty much uh, have a kind of, you know, what your purpose is, you know, you have a divine purpose, you know, exactly where the goal is. Here's the goalie. I'm supposed to kick my, you know, soccer ball over that. And Hey, it's a winner, winner, chicken dinner. So let's talk about that versus who you are, who you were then uh, as that, you know, child or, you know, just a teen, because those years shape us versus now that, you know, you're a family woman, um, a wife, you know, a a mother, you know, a sister, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if you have siblings, but, you know, you know, sisters, you know, we all have. But uh, yeah, tell me about that. Being an aunt, all that. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, when I was younger, I was very timid and scared of everything. And Oh, it was just bad. Like I, I didn't participate in physical education. I hated it. And, you know, I was just a very different person, but I feel that the experience is long along the way shaped me. And I've always had a will to fight. So I'm not a, I'm not no punk. Like I'm, you know, I may talk a certain way or look a certain way, but I'm really, um, I really like to move forward. I don't like to stay in the same place. So I think for me, that is what really, shaped me to who I am now because I'm like well wow if these opportunities are here and I can do it and they're no different than me then why can't I do it so I always just push myself um to be the best at what I can be and I don't you know I make mistakes I I get lazy I do stuff just like everybody else but I don't like to stay stagnant so I really try to focus on being a good you know just good all around just a all, just a all around great person, and I I get that. So, what when did it translate to you wanting to, you know, uh, kind of inspire others? So let's let's give the people because the people want to hear because mm-hmm. I know they're intrigued already. Um, let's give them some history. So I think what recently blew my mind I was what I was on um, social media, and this was it was some time ago. I can't my you know my memory get bad the older we get <laughs> you yes. know honey. So <laughs> I won't give you no dates, but. Um, um, I saw a picture of you mm-hmm. as a, um, you, it, it looked like you were doing a competition. We want to talk about the competition, okay. but when I tell you, Tasha, your body, <laughs> just what you were radiate, uh, you were radiant, Thank like you. what you were radiating out to the universe. I was like, this, she bad, she bad, <laughs> this child is bad like wait like it you know when they say break the internet net i ain't lying thank it was you, like what you. what didn't happen she's sitting here in a thong looking like butter like <laughs> that good good expensive butter that's bad for our health honey <laughs> let's talk about that year so your journey let's start there and then we'll go back yeah. to the motivation we kind of full circle it but i want to know about that because in the studio y'all she looks good thank i you. mean the girl looks <laughs> Thank you. So, okay. So I've always you been, do. Thank you. <laughs> like, I've always been like a slender person, but you know, after you have kids, you forget you about slim yourself. thick. I'm sorry. Cause them are thighs. Them are thighs. Yeah. You're not, you're not little. <laughs> so, but after I had kids, you know, the third one, I just, I just lost it. I just got 
you know, wrapped up with life and family. And, we all you know, do work. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> it's a normal thing. And, mm-hmm. and, at that and you time, probably a great cook. Oh, no, girl. That's the, uh-uh. no, Don't tell No. My <laughs> husband be like, baby, you are awesome at 900 things, but cooking is not your but thing. But it's probably his specialty. Mm-hmm. Look yeah, how God cooks. do yeah, it. See, cooks. that's how see, God see, works. Yep. See? <laughs> so he's the cooker. Mm-hmm. I, I can bake really good, but yeah, he's the cooker. Um, and so one time we went on a date with some friends. And you know how in your mind you think you look a certain way, but then you see a picture and you'd be like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we went on a date with our friends or our longtime friends who I thought I was the same size as the wife until I saw the picture. And I remember I was like, oh, my God, like I gained so much weight. Girl. And so I just was feeling really bad and having pity parties every day and just feeling bad about myself and just tired, not motivated. And mm-hmm. I remember we went swimming one time. And I saw this girl with a really nice shape. And I remember, mind you, I said I've always been like, I push through, I do this. But I had gotten this just, ugh, this ugly place. Yeah. And I saw this girl with this shape. And I remember just sitting there looking at her in my head thinking like, gosh, her body is so nice. And I was like, I'm never going to look like that. And then I remember thinking, girl, what the hell are you saying to your damn self? You better talk about it. And I remember at that moment, um, I was like, I got to do something. So I tried some things at work. And we did um, a little fitness competition at work like a losing weight, biggest loser. Well, because you don't really know about fitness, I lost the weight, but I looked skinny fat. Like I just looked (laughs) flat. There was no curves. There was no quad. It was like skinny and I just looked Mm -hmm. droopy and I didn't like it. So my cousin and his wife um, at um, Elite Fitness in San Leandro, they're my trainers. And at the time, you know, they were, you know, they had their business. They have a studio in um, San Leandro and, they were like, hey, cousin, you know, they brought all their food. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so weird. Why would they bring their food? We have spaghetti. Like, you know, and they were like, no. So they brought, like, these really healthy meals. Girl, and meal shakes. prep. Yeah. So, and, and so I was just thinking, gosh, that's so much work. And I remember my cousin's wife was like, come on, I'll, I'll show you a workout in the garage. And I was like, oh, oh, you mean right now? So she, like, made me go in there, take a before and after picture, and that was history. So um, I started training, and my cousin, he, he began training me. We did an online. How long was the training? So I've been with him for about four and a half, maybe five years. And I've, I mean, and this is the thing. I've trained online with him, even for the competitions. I've only worked out with him two times in five years. So everything was he, online. He, yeah. He has a, a system where he works with you online through text message videos, YouTube videos. Girl. And so that's, you know, when people say I need a workout partner. Wait, that's dedication. Yeah. Cause you know, a lot of times, you know, most people in fitness, you know, where, where they want to get, get you know get it where it's cracking where they looking good yeah you want somebody right there mm-hmm. but this is like that makes sense yeah. because hey you can bring it up on your phone any time of the day yeah you can i'm sure he was giving you emails like you better be eating right yeah so what size let's let's actually place it what size were you if you don't mind me uh, saying no, 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 no. the I size was... or weight were you versus how long it took you to get to the competition weight yeah. i was about a size 14 and, uh, you know, for my frame, that's though, crazy because when I saw it, you don't look, maybe it's your height, but you know what? A 14, you yeah. were a full 14. I was a 14, but for my height, you know, it, it was, I knew how to dress. So a lot of people, girl, cause I, you was banging yeah. every time I saw it. So that's interesting. Like, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, so what is 14 weight wise for you? So then? 14, I believe I was 186. Wow. You yeah. were 186. Yeah, I was 186. And the first and I didn't say, wow, y'all out there like, oh, my God, because I currently weigh, gosh, yeah, I'm just put this number of transparency. I got her. I'm 200 and 
49 pounds girl but you look you hold that well. oh Let my me just god tell you right now <laughs> no but you know what i i there's a reason i'm telling you there's a there's a reason that this is all this connection is happening <laughs> i promise you but no i think it's very good for us to be real about mm-hmm. those figures so you went from competition wise you went from 14 then went down to size four girl yeah i wasn't even a, a size four in high hold school hold on a minute <laughs> hold on hold on wait girl Wait. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I wasn't even a size four in high school. A so four? Yeah. How long did it take you to get to a four? Uh, let me see here. Probably about a good year, year and a half. That is unbelievable. Okay. You. So, you know, and, and let me tell you guys, in fact, um, for, our, again, our worldwide listeners, we thank you for tuning in. If you're just joining us, you are listening to, or if you're fast forwarding, and I know there's a few of y'all be trying to fast forward through <laughs> through podcasts, but we have Taisha Gray here. Taisha, tell them where they can look at you online, because in case you're by a computer and you're listening to this podcast, and you kind of just wanted to get a visual of this amazing woman, um, a beautiful on the inside and out, and Thank so, you. but tell them where they can find you on Instagram yes. or Facebook, wherever you want yeah, them to. Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm under freaking awesome Tasha. So it's uh, how fitting. <laughs> yeah. So how fitting. Yeah, freaking awesome, awesome Tasha. And then on Facebook, it's Tasha Gray. It's spelled like Tasha. T A S H A. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted them to get because folks might be a. They like. Well, we want to see the body. We want to see uh, how it's looking. I mean, a four. Okay. So let's talk about your first competition. You decided to enter. I mean, did you enter the competition before you decided to lose the weight or did you do it after during the process you're like I could look good I'm gonna enter well you know okay so I always take hobbies so I've done a million things in my lifetime (laughs) you know I've done sold houses made cakes I mean I just whatever I do as a hobby I always turn it into like to the extreme yeah my friends always make fun of me but so I started to lose the weight and my husband and I mean not my husband my cousin and his wife Mm -hmm. um they own the studio so his wife is this elite train you said elite elite fitness elite fitness and you Uh can find him on mr elite fitness um on instagram okay is he on facebook as well yes okay what's his facebook page under brandon henderson okay brandon henderson guys yeah so um what was i saying Oh, so his wife, she does fitness competitions. So I was really inspired by her. So when she, when she would do them and post them, I'm like, and she, I think she posted something that said, you know, moms can do it too. So she was training with two of her buddies oh who were moms. Goodness. And so, and she's a mother. So I was like, wow. So I was, she just really inspired me. So I told my cousin, you know, I want to do it. So they came down here, we met and they told me what to expect. So they gave me all the dirty and all the good and told me what I needed to do to be dedicated and I talked to my husband because it's very time consuming. You're a hermit. You know, you're mm-hmm. grumpy. You, mm-hmm. you're, it's a lot of time. You spend two, three hours in the gym mm-hmm. a day for months. And two, um, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. For one setting? For two one. to three hours yeah, so, a day? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you're getting to the end, you're doing so, um, an hour and a half of lifting, man, sometimes we'll 45 pray minutes. Yeah. We'll pray on <laughs> so, you know, once they told me about that, I'm I like challenge. Like, I don't really like anything easy. So, I just was like, I'm going to do this. And so... I thought it was a good message for my daughters. I thought it was a good lesson for me to kind of push through comfort and just try to get on the other side of that struggle, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to kind of get on the out. Wow. So you were just so hubby was like, girl, go girl. You can do it. Yeah, he's always super supportive. He, um, I love him so much because he just allows me to be me. 
Oh you my know, gosh, he, and that is so amazing. Yeah. He kind of exudes that. I've seen you guys, of course, out and about. Yeah, know you guys, you know, and, and and you guys definitely exude that. And I think that's probably the importance. I'm sure of once you get to the family, which we talking about, start talking about family, um, just your nucleus. Once you have that grounding, you can kind of do anything. Yeah. Because you figure if you don't have the support of your family, then it's yeah. a wrap. You know, yeah. And so they they would push not you eat to certain foods at home. Oh, they for me. good. Because girl, I would have been like, "Where's the chicken? Girl. Where's the fried chicken or the fry yes. anything fried fish?" Or yes. so they were all kind of on the journey with you. The first time, them Negroes ba- abandoned <laughs> me the second time. <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh it's all good we got you through the first you on your own yeah now. they were like you keep torturing your dang self so you when you when you got there uh you know to the competition where did you place tell the folks what competition it was and what where you placed so the first competition was in the bay area i believe it was in san leandro as well and you know it was my first time so it, it takes time to build muscle you know it so to lose fat and build muscle are two separate things you know <sighs> that's a big problem yeah so yeah. it was um it was, you know, I wasn't in the best shape, but I was super proud of me. You know, I was like, that was my first time getting on a stage ever in life. Like, oh and then I'm half naked in front of strangers. So I had to Girl, really. Girl, because I saw that pose. <laughs> it was vicious in poses. Thank you. I had to dig deep for my confidence, you know. And, and what was funny is we were there oh and there were God. women who were just bad. I mean, they, I mean, I'm behind the scenes and I'm like, I made it. My stomach ain't yeah, touching my, my stomach's too? not touching my lap no more. I'm proud. <laughs> it looked amazing. You looked amazing. Where did you where did you rank? So I ranked It was uh, for the bodybuilding competition. Yeah, so I, I did the bikini um section and I won fifth place. Oh yeah. So I was happy with that. That on the first one yeah. out of how many? Oh talking. There to were you. um seven people. There were seven yeah. people. Sorry, I always be like these mics out here in the, in the studio. <laughs> there was some of those mics when you talk away, it's like they always are. You know, they're not on. But so you place fifth out of how many? Out of seven. Oh my god, girl! I would have been. They couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell me nothing after yeah. that. After I did that, I'll be like, <laughs> oh what? I thought you knew. So what? So basically, at that point, uh, I remember seeing those visuals of you winning, which were so happy because I. You know, just you were already a winner when you stepped in and you're able to make that journey. I mean, from 14 to 4, you don't hear that. But, I mean, where do you go from there? You're like, oh, I made my goal. You know, this is this is, this is is where I'm at. You know, like, I did it. You know, do things kind of get, you start eating fried chicken again? Well, uh, where does your mental, because <laughs> your mental state, it has to be at an all-time high at that point. Am I right? Well, you know, you go through a lot of mental torture during that time so the first one so we're learning we've learned more as we've gotten you know more experience my, myself and my cousin we're very transparent about that but the first time I was just too skinny I looked like a little 12 year old so I was happy mm-hmm. that I got the fat off so after you know I took a break a couple weeks and kind of ate normal and then we transitioned back into another plan so you can't stay on the same plan so we transitioned to build a little bit more muscle okay um and then um, I just, you know, begin to work out and just try to enjoy the body for a while. Mm-hmm. Just try to maintain it. And then I wanted to do a second competition. So I did another one in 2016. And what did you place there? I placed second at that one. You, I'm going to throw my shoe at you. <laughs> 
See, and the fact that you went again and you did another one, because I see, too, on top of you doing that, you've been mentoring other women. And I think that that is an amazing thing, because tell me pretty much like the psychology of how, you know, what what you're saying to women and men, because I've seen you train a lot of different people. Uh, you know, what what do you say to people that because for me fitness kind of transposes to real life it's yes. like you know it's you know what's happening in your life emotionally you know um you know if your job is stressful you know fitness can tell you a lot of things if you can't get around and walk you know if you're uh, you know a relatively you know middle middle-aged person and you're having trouble walking you may want to look at your home life yes. or things that are happening yep. in life whether it's stress or something so tell me how that all came together because it's one thing to say you know, you you just told me you were in a park with, you know, you saw this girl at the swimming pool and she was like, she was banging. Mm -hmm. So you were like, oh, I think I can do that. It sounded so lightweight the way you're like, okay, I got to <laughs> do it. You know, <laughs> when did the mind catch up? And then with versus, you know, when the body came in, because emotionally, like you said, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, the way that I, so I like to analyze things. Uh -huh. so I'm like, I like to figure stuff out. So uh -huh. I'm always like, if they did it, how? So I like to break stuff down. So I started to realize that motivation doesn't always get you. It's the discipline. And so there, I have ADHD. So there are certain disciplines that I have to do wow. to get through a normal day, just with managing a household, managing at work. I'm a leader at church. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff you have to manage. So you have to enforce disciplines and structure and different routines. And so my, my advice is you have to have a clear space in your mind to even get through a work through a workout but more importantly you have to transfer that same discipline that you do and work ethic at work or whatever you're great at that has to be for you you know so it's an investment for you so it's really you being a life coach because I think for me like I will say I've, I've had journeys with fitness instructors instructors over the years I had one specifically shout out to Mike with step one fitness. Uh, it's been about oh seven years, but I worked out with him and I remember he used to not really focus on my physical, but he'd be like, you're a defeatist. Yes. You know, he said that to me a lot, mm -hmm. you know, you already look at something and say you can't do it. And so, and I had to actually think about that in my real life. Cause I feel like I'm extremely insecure person. Like just, you know how we, as yes. women, we get self-conscious yes. and there's different levels of that. Yes, absolutely. And so, um, I was like, Oh, you know, what do you mean? You know? So I fought it, which mm -hmm. is natural too. Cause you get on the defense yeah. Yeah. and that's why you instructors, you know, you health and wellness folks, you guys get the brunt in of our emotional insecurities and all the things that we deal with. Cause they bring it into you. Mm -hmm. So, um, in saying that for me, um, I think, I feel like my greatest, um, accomplishments with a trainer was when I was emotionally, open and available yes yes um where I kind of didn't have the you know he had to work on that yeah and but my here was my biggest issue is once I hit the goal mm -hmm. and I was looking like what but see and it, it makes because he used to always say and and for me I actually had it a little bit easier because he said he used to say D your muscle mass is unreal mm -hmm. because the way you know you're built yes it's like you know that muscle is what you because yes, so, you just got shaped he's like so yeah you know he was like oh that. my gosh it's just but he was like oh my god you're so strong this is crazy you know when you hate cardio but you're strong as I don't know what yeah so it was just like a mental thing 
And now once I get to the top, it's like, oh, I'm done now. Thanks. Thank you so much. So where do you go with teaching the masses and some of those that out there are listening? Because guys, I bring folks on like Tasha Gray um, and I'm bringing her here today because I think it's really important for us to be able to kind of look in the mirror and, uh, you know, look at the things that we want and, and look up, you know, or look at people we look up to and, and, and just kind of treasure that and, and be about that. Um, I, I feel like Tasha is inspiring I mean I look at her I look at her on her Facebook pages and I see her in person and what she's doing for other people and I think we need to be able to look ourselves in the mirror and say hey that can be us absolutely you know this can be me you know she was in a competition you know that can be and it doesn't have to be competition I'm just talking about even in your own life like there may be certain things you want to do you know, if you want that promotion or you want a job, certain, and it sounds cliche, but to be honest, you need coaches like Tasha. You need life coaches like Tasha. You need motivational speakers. And it's a little bit more than a motivational speaker. What would you, I mean, I almost think you're more than that because that's why I say kind of life coach. Yeah. So tell me about some of your clients and um, have you seen a lot of results uh, with many of your clients and or people that you are, who are looking up to you, you're mentoring right now. Yeah. So I don't have clients at the moment because I've dedicated this year to myself. Oh um, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I had to dedicate my, this year to myself. So I would say something I was thinking about when you were saying, um, wow. you know, where do you go? But I think you have to be teachable, you know, and a lot of times people are very stubborn and stuck in their ways. You know, I've heard every excuse from, oh girl, I can't eat that because this or that. We make up excuses for getting better. And I really had to humble myself and it's very important to have a coach or a mentor for certain things in your life. I have about five mentors right now. Oh my gosh. Like you, ones you just call on to. Mm -hmm. I have like two mentors at work. Um, I have a spiritual mentor. I call my husband my mentor because he's mm-hmm. my manager mentor. I love you know? it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, and I have my, my fitness, my, my, my cousin, um, Mr. Elite Fitness, you have to be teachable. So, oh, you know, there were a lot of times where I, were hard, I was hard headed and my coach would be like, you didn't do this, huh? And I'd be like, no. He's like, you have to be on board 100% or else it doesn't work, you know? So it's like you that's have to powerful be, yeah. getting a coach. And that's kind of going back to what I was just saying to you guys. I kind of didn't articulate it well. But in saying that, I was saying, you know, sometimes we do need those mentors and we need those coaches and we need people like Tasha Gray to guide us through, you know, to guide us. But, you know, just like she just said, Tasha, you just said, and that's pretty powerful because I start thinking like, who are my mentors? You know, like, you know, but that's pretty powerful that you have them. You know, so there's people that have helped you kind of get to the next level. So let's talk about this. Uh, Your spirit, you you exude this spirituality. You seem very spiritual, definitely a woman of God. So let's talk about that connection, the spiritual connection and how it connects to emotional and then your fitness, you know, emotional, you know, because especially coming from your humble beginnings, because you just said recently you just forgiven your mother. Mm -hmm. So how does that all come into play? You know, because I understand even with us being spiritual, guys out there because we're going to have conversations about spirituality uh we're going to have conversations about a religion because i do think that they're two different things Uh, i do think we can connect them both as well but in saying that um i think spirituality kind of can keep us grounded so sometimes tell me this 
is it sounds like you've been spiritual from a very young age because there's no way as a little girl you would have been able to get through everything you've gone through without kind of that sense of stability when it comes to just God and believing and faith. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. So when I was 14, I was homeless and my aunt Suzanne, um, she was a mother of two children, my cousin Rosie and Tank, and she took me into her home. Uh, She didn't want to see me on the streets anymore. And at that time, she told me, she said, you know, if you believe in Jesus Christ, he will never leave you or forsake you. And you have to just hold on to that. She said, honey, I don't know why you have the parents that you have, but I know that God has something great for you. And if you hold on to that, you will be okay. And I really respected my auntie and she was very transparent with me. And I believe that like, I just thought, and I would think back then, God, I hope this is right. You know, Lord, I would, I, I just held on to that. And from that moment, God has literally placed everything that I need in my life. Like he really has. And so I wouldn't be the woman that I am today without him. And I say that I, I always say this, I'm not a perfect person because what time, what happens is you say that and people, they, they scrutinize you. They watch you. They, yeah, they do. you know, they judge you so harshly mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're a Christian, but it's like, I'm not perfect. Jesus is, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to hit the mark with him and he's the benchmark and I'm always reaching for it. And I fall mm-hmm. short and I mess up. And, yeah, they you know, say we all fall short of the yeah, glory. we That's all for do. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, God keeps me humble. I will say that, you know, he, he really does. And I think that fitness and spirituality go hand in hand. You know, you're taking care of your body, which is part of your mind, which feeds into your emotion, mm-hmm. which is the energy that you give out to other people. You feel good. So you're able to give out to other people. Wow. So it's, it's all connected. And, God gets a bad rap. I get tired of people lying on him. Half the time, people don't want to know God because of people. You know, they, oh, that's, you know, they, isn't that something? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, a huge conversation mm-hmm, there because mm-hmm. that it's very true. That's what happens. Um, but I think, uh, you know, I feel a very confident in our, our, uh, you know, our churches now and, and coming up, I know that, you know, a lot of the churches are getting a bad name, but I think if you have a come as you are spirit, just a, just an open heart, if we can just stay, remain open, I yeah. think that that's going to lead us to greatness. And, um, and that, and to be able to get others, because a, a lot of folks are walking around here just empty. Mm-hmm. because that's what happens mm-hmm. we've all been emptied at some point yeah, to where absolutely. we you know we all have doubts you know we well, sometimes you know there'd be you know folks that are like I doubt God you know I have I, faith yeah. but Lord why me like this and you know uh, and all the while he's really just prepping you for your purpose mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. let's talk about that um you you have a family so let's I talk do. about some of the your some of Tasha's <laughs> uh biggest accomplishments and why you are you know feel like you're very grounded you got that we've talked about the fitness we've talked about the, the spirituality um but let's talk about emotional support from starting from your family your immediate family and your accomplishments yeah um i would say my husband is my number one supporter he is a uh, very um He's a Libra like you. So oh, you're Libra? Yeah, so, yes, honey. Yeah. What day? What a birthday? October 21st. Yeah, see, he's a, yeah, yeah. Libra. Libra's so good people, you know. Yeah, say and, that, Libra. Yeah. Shout out to Libra. I get too hype <laughs> when a Libra. Yeah. But, you know, I would say that, and it's, um, we have a healthy understanding of our relationship and, and the emotion. We've been through so many ups and downs. It's a whole nother segment. Oh, I bring you, you guys know. on for relationship. Yeah. yeah talk about but you know, I would say um him and my my family, my I think my biggest accomplishment is overcoming adversity and having a good foundation of family. And oh, wow. it's really that's the core of it. You know, everything I do for my girls and 
it's for them is to show them like you're capable. You're look where I came from. Mm -hmm. I set you up at a better head start. So I expect you to do great. You have a higher expectation. And it's not, they don't have to do what I want them to do. Mm -hmm. They could, Build Lego castles mm-hmm. if they want to. <laughs> you know, as long as I just want them to be um, in their purpose and to be happy. Well, I commend you for not uh, continuing breaking the cycle, as they call it. Um, Thank you. With, uh, you know, what you've um, gone through. I think that um, that's why I say it'll probably be a part two with, um, and we can divulge into just other topics and have some callers maybe. Um, uh, just talking about, uh, things that I think a lot of us are dealing with. I think for me, I brought you on because I think that a lot of the things that you say and put out there, they're very genuine. Your stories are very genuine. And I also think that, um, you know, and some of the, actually some of the most unbelievable stories with you, we're not going to go into that on the podcast, but there was something that you had shared on Facebook with your journey, uh, with something that happened very traumatic in your family recently. And I just, wow, I, I I'm going to be honest with you, Tasha. I, I really respect that. Thank you. I mean, it was just amazing. And, and, and guys, worldwide listeners, I do think that, you know, even though it's podcasting, I, I don't think that everything is for everybody. And I don't think every story that someone has is for everyone. Some things have to be held sacred to the family, um, um, meaning on this podcast. I think right now, maybe if we divulge and Tasha is ready at another, maybe our second or third, uh, you know, uh, part two or part three or something that, you know, she wants to talk about or be transparent about. But I I really commend you for going through something so traumatic and being public with it. Thank you. And so um, did, did that bring your family closer together, you guys? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's there's value in being transparent and sharing your struggles because if you're only, you know, in social media, I look at it as it's fun. But sometimes if I, I feel like if I want to share something, I will. Mm-hmm. And it's usually to um, just show that we can get through things, you know, we can – your mind as a family, yeah, as a family, yeah. as an individual, you learn, you grow. And I think sharing your hurts helps other people with their hurting. Cause a lot of times we don't want to talk about it. You feel no. isolated, you feel weak, you feel, you know, people that don't want to hear this, you know, whatever that is. But, um, yeah, it's definitely brought us closer together. It's opened up our eyes to a lot of things. We don't trip off dumb stuff. You know, it's really more, us just trying to live a good life and have fun and just enjoy each other. And I I think it's something very important. You just said, and I think I mentioned this on another podcast. Uh, You know, I, we go back and forth cloud nine in a straight shot, (laughs) you know, typically I have different guests here from time to time, but our regular live guests, uh, I have my brother, uh, my sibling, uh, Akeem, and then uh, a good friend of ours, Kelvo. And we always chime in, but um, I always try to, um, relate in my story to people and it sounds like you're kind of that way too is that I think it's very important you tell me what you think of this Tasha, but I mm-hmm. think it's very important for us to be able to be individuals um, within a relationship yes. and individual accomplishments are important because it's still going to be for the heart of the family yes so yeah. I'm finding that um, a lot of um callers uh you know emails i've received post uh thank you guys for that but i do find that many do seem to kind of 
lean to the fact that no it's it's we all the time it's we all the time it's 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 only you know it's what my man wants it's what you know it's all the family but I think that somehow and it seems like you've been able to do that as a woman where you know you're saying like you just said you're putting yourself first this year yeah yeah that's powerful talk about that so you know there was a time where I I did think that way because Mm -hmm. you know I just thought I didn't know what family was. I didn't grow up like that. So I just saw TV. I saw families and that's what I thought. But as you go through experiences and trials, you know, you have to be authentic with yourself, you know, and there's a freedom in being you and not worrying about what the other person thinks all the time. Like they love you for you. And we had to build that. Like Mm -hmm. you got to love me for me. Like I'm quirky. I'm goofy. I'm clumsy. (laughs) You know, I'm all over the place. I want to help the world. I want to save little dogs. You know what I mean? You know, you just want to, you want to do everything. And when someone allows you to be you, as long as it doesn't hurt the family and it doesn't contradict what the core values are, I think that you should be that. And, you know, we had to fight for that. You know, we would go through our times where, like, there was insecurities and not wanting to do stuff alone and separately, but there's value in taking a break and missing each other, and that's just some mature-ass shit. You know oh, what I mean? It like, is. Oh, it's just mature. Gosh. It's just mature, and it's like my husband can go with his friends. I can go with my friends, and I'm like, have fun. There's no weird energy. We just... We just we just know that we're forever. Man, it's just, you know. and that and Tosh, Tasha, you would be shocked at how many people. Um, which to me, it, it just because Tasha and I are talking about this doesn't make it, you know, fact. You have to do what's right exactly. for you and, exactly. and what works for you. If you're a person that you're like, no, I'm not about me. It's not about me. It's about. I get that, but I always feel like you can be even stronger, uh, even better, even more loving, even more divine if you're able to celebrate. Because many of us, I, I really find that um, we lose ourselves in a lot of stuff. So yeah. how is it that within all the things that you've gone through, Tasha, from your childhood to, you know, um, just your journeys in life, your ups and downs, your, you know, like I said, the recent traumatic, you know, experience you had that's just emotionally draining. And then, you know, just from, you know, fitness competitions to, you know, your spirituality in church, maybe perhaps moving churches, trying to find yourself in that, you know, tell me, like, how did you not lose yourself? How? Like how? Because, you know, typically we fall. Yeah. We fall a lot. And yeah. sometimes we we just don't get there. Yeah. No, we, I did lose myself. You know, that was part of the gaining the weight and just kind of putting everyone first. And, you know, we, yeah. my husband and I, we, we broke up. We split up. We moved in separate houses. Oh, and my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, we, we've been through all that. But in that, when you go through those trials, you really realize what's important, you know. And um, we just try to work at it. We don't claim to be perfect but we just try to work at it what works for us you know and we go through phases where we're like we just kind of want to be together we just kind of need that so you go through different phases of life but you can't be good to no one else if you're always giving you know you have to put up I'd, I'd like to treat myself now the same way that I treat other people yeah how are you going to give if you're empty yeah so if I'm going to make time for you and be on time and do this and and do all these things and take you here then I need to exhibit that same behavior to me Oh my gosh, girl, you just the person I need. <laughs> and that is part of, I think, what is seems so, um, you know how there's people that you cross paths with that you feel like that you know. Yeah. And, you know, we come across a lot of folks on Facebook and social media or in passing where you're like, oh, I know that person, you know, but no, you don't really know them. And I think that that sense of self, that awareness, I mean, you awoke. 
And I think it comes across, it just comes across like that. To be woke and present in self is pretty amazing. So, um, Wow. I mean, I'm going to have to, do you mind coming off for another, uh, (laughs) another segment? Maybe we could talk about just kind of breaking down some barriers, you know, maybe, you know, uh, talking about depression, talking about, you know, the, the, the woes of, of, of womanhood, because Mm -hmm. I I noticed, uh, there's a lot of us not talking with, uh, you, you of course in your own family are, that's why it was great that you're talking to young girls and your daughters. But I mean, it seems like we have a group of young ladies that maybe have no, there's uh they're not grounded and it's of course it comes they may be grounded but what it is is that they're a lot more free Mm -hmm. and sometimes Mm -hmm. uh you don't always have to be free if you know what i'm talking about you ain't got to be free free Free, okay you know (laughs) yeah you know but we'll talk about that but what what's up next for um taisha the motivational speaker the life coach the health and fitness health and wellness instructor you know the mother uh you know what what's next for you yeah so my husband and I, we're, um, we're working on a business plan right now for something we have coming out. And oh, so talk we're trying about to, it. so I, I can't really okay, explain. Okay, keep so, it on so the slender, in, in, a couple, in a couple more episodes, I'll be able to kind of okay. sprinkle some stuff there. <laughs> but um, it's definitely, you know, some things that we're passionate about and we think that would be great for people um we love bringing people together we have parties all the time we like that honey and then just have yeah yeah so you know stuff like that and then um i'm actually going to be working on an autobiography so i'm about to be in my a for wait (laughs) a minute like see let me tell you something (laughs) about this one y'all that's you know, I'm telling you guys, we have to, it's the laws of attraction. And, uh, you know, it, it sounds like a cliche, but I do think that they are God ordered steps. And I think that the universe and God and our faith connects us with certain individuals. And I think that, um, I think Tasha um, and people like Tasha. oh, my gosh, they're just a divine gift to the earth because I'll be honest with you. I mean, we all have our battles and our struggles and things like that. But it's one thing to be able to look to someone who's doing it, who's transparent about it, who's open, who's a free spirit. Thank you. Cause you seem very free spirited. Like you're yeah. just like, I feel like girl, I could tell you my innermost secrets right now. You wouldn't be like, girl, <laughs> hell no. You know, like you, you seem like that. I mean, I know we all have our moments, but yeah. I think that that's good for somebody to have a go-to to say, Oh, you know, um, this is what I'm going through and not have judgment. Yeah, exactly. You know, but, uh, so you got your business coming, your autobiography. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you got your title lined up soon. Don't girl, you ain't got to like, say I got it, like 10 titles. I got to narrow it down. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. It's going to be something great because so you, of course, we don't have the book out yet. But what's your motivation for really writing the book? Is it one of those like, you know, basically, I mean, the forgiveness, just the couple of the major acts that you've had. I mean, where is it going to start and what is it going to talk about? Um, Well, I think that the word that always comes to me is, you know, living just an authentic life Mm -hmm. and, and not for other people that will come just as a second result, but be authentic to yourself, you know, true to yourself. Um, this year I've really worked, I put myself on a development plan because, because I (coughs) realized, you know, my emotions were just out of whack with all the tragedies that we had been through and just stuff that we'll talk about later, some additional yeah. tragedies on top of the major one. And so 
my emotions were out of whack. I was just really frazzled and, you know, everything that worked before wasn't working anymore. Cause like I said, those weeds were coming up. And so there were things that I had to address. I had to address, you know, anger. I had to address, you know, um, depression. I had to address insecurities, you know, all those things, unforgiveness. I had to really dig deep. I mean, there were days where I would cry on the way to work and just be like, Lord, I need your strength. You know, I, I, I need you to help me. And so the purpose for the book is to give people hope, you know, hope in, in their situation, um, to know that you can look at someone and think that you know them and to get out of that judgmental way. Cause sometimes it's not judging in a bad way. You're judging and putting someone on a pedestal when they're human, just like you. Oh my gosh. See, this book, see, this goes shut <laughs> my little book. I was having a book on nothing like this, no autobiography. It was just a very about some reviews in the city of hot spots in the city. Nice. She didn't shut my little thing. <laughs> Nice, no, girl. no, it's not. No, because here's the thing. <laughs> That's why this whole this whole conversation, man, you are amazing, Tasha, and um, I look forward to having you on future shows. Um, do you? kind of want to leave folks with anything um guys worldwide listeners i know it sounds like you're like oh my gosh it's like so much information in this because <laughs> we're kind of all over the place podcasts are like that but uh basically i think that we'll probably have to break up some things if, if tasha's open to it to where she can come in and even maybe you guys just hear her a solo because i really think there's something special about you thank you i you know, and I just want to say that, you know, Shadi, over the years, like you said, indirectly, we don't know each other, yeah. but we know each other. We so know, yeah. It's a connection, it you know. It is, yeah. But I feel like you have all, what I admire about you is you're transparent as well. And I try you, to be. You are very loving and you're consistent. And that's the thing that I like from people is consistency. Oh, and, my gosh. You know, it's just like if you're, I don't know when you're having a bad day, you're always loving and you acknowledge and you you know, I try you, to you be. build up and, you know, it gets hard. Like so, that. so those are the things that, you know, you're that light too, you know, Thank and you it's, so and, and I think that's why we're drawn to each other because sometimes it's hard, you know, when you're a giver and you're a lover, you give more than people, you know, we you do. do. And oh my gosh, it's funny you say that. Thank you so much for saying this. You're Cause welcome. I, I, you know, I've always felt like, and where I've been actually, I say the last two years has been one of those things where I'm like, you know, God, why are so many needy people coming to me? Because I'm not, I'm not emotionally equipped, but you keep bringing them to <laughs> yeah, me yeah. for some reason to get assistance or help or whatever, but they come to me yeah. and I'm like, God, how can this be? I, I don't know how to do it, but you know, somehow it always works itself out again, the laws of attraction. But I also have had to kind of check myself on, um, there's a big difference in allowing uh, people that you think are kind of God sent that may need the help uh, for you to kind of, you know, be open with and free spirit when the help. But then it's another thing to just let people take advantage of you. And yeah. that's when your cup begins to be empty. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. it just becomes less, 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 less of you. And it's more about sometimes people's narcissistic behaviors and how they're always takers. Yeah, yeah. They'll and suck no, that you dry. Don't, yeah, and I don't do that no more. I used to, girl, I used to do that all the time and be complaining, like, oh, my God, they always. But it's like if not every battle is ours, you know, not wow, every not every deep. person yeah, that needs true. help. You, you, And that's where discernment and prayer comes in because mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I try to assess, like, okay, what have they done on their own? 
you know, is this a pattern? Are they taking advantage? They mm-hmm. keep asking for the same thing. What did you do before you called me? You yeah. know, so those are some of the things. And I try to tell people, hey, I've been in counseling for 20 years. You know, I have That's a mentor. That's amazing. You know, I have, you know, there, there are things that you have You're to do. You're working on self. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you can't come draw from my work. You got to do the work. <laughs> You know, you talk of, oh my so, gosh. you know, you got to put that accountability and it used to be really hard for me to um, say no. And now I have no problem with it because I'm like, no means no mental wellness for me. It means no, no means yeah. peace in my heart. No means yeah. I could use my time freely and I don't have to explain to you why it's a no. I can't. It, and it's funny because they say the most important gift we have is what is time. Yeah. And we can allow others. I never forget. There was a minister that said, I never forget. He said this. The most important gift we have is time. And you have to be mindful of who you allow to manage. Yes. Your time. Yes. And that's and up to us. It you know? is. And it can't is. nobody come steal your time? I can't come in your house and cook breakfast. I, you know, you got to invite me. You got to. Yeah. You, know, you know, all that stuff. So I just be like, no. And you know what? Sometimes people are mad at me. Mm-hmm. You know, I give them a, hey, no, I'm sorry. And I don't give an explanation because there's some boundaries that need to be had. You're a grown person, you know, and, I, I, you know, some people will take Stop advantage. Stop explaining. Yeah. You, uh, there's a teaching moment for me because I tell you, I have a very hard time still. I always explain. And then I still feel like I'm shorting them or sliding them if I say no. And then, you know, there's certain folks that you say yes to when you get, do something. Um, they'll feel like you still owe them something. No, we don't owe nobody nothing. Yeah. You know, anything that like, we give to somebody is a blessing. And you know what? If if they can't accept that, then they don't they don't have the right perspective and mindset and maturity to say, okay, this person say no. I need to respect their no. You know. Oh, that's a t. Let me tell you something that we may have a podcast on that: the art of no, honey. <laughs> yes. But uh, we any closing words or statements for you? We what we try to do, guys, and I really want you guys to follow Tasha in her journey. She's got, you know, a book coming out. She's a you know health and wellness uh, instructor, but she's also way more than that i mean she's uh admired by many you know we all are inspired by you in some way um oh my gosh i I can do countless even statements that you made that were just so (laughs) heartfelt and i can tell um that were so amazing that even if you have somebody like you that affect your day for you know two hours like wow wow that was so great you. you know that's amazing so um what i want to say is we're gonna have a part two am i right yeah okay you know then maybe we could talk about other things but any closing words or words of encouragement for those out there who are dealing with a lot of struggles on their own you know depression that's an actual big thing for me right now and maybe some of you guys out there can relate but I have actually been in a the most depressive state ever like I'm up and down but it's more so uh, it sounds very odd, but I can be ex- full of excitement one day and then in the darkest place the next. Yeah. So it could be a wealth of, you know, also hormonal things, you mm-hmm. know, mid 40s and things like that. Things happen. But I've actually had triggers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, we want we'll talk about those triggers at another time. Maybe, you know, somebody like Tasha and we'll get my mom is a psychotherapist. She'll come in here and talk about 
you know, kind of transposing that and why we have these reactions and why our bodies responding like this. But what would you say to inspire or motivate folks who are having these problems that are having home life issues, who are big, biggest one, having issues in their relationships and yeah. it trickles down to their children. It affects the home life and everything else. Let's talk about yeah. what, you know, if you, anything you could say to folks out there, what would you say? Okay. Um, I would say first that uh, God is the solution and the remedy for every problem. Um, I truly believe that if you have an authentic relationship with him and you have to put out all the, the stereotypes and everything else, but you really try to work on that with him, everything falls in place. You know, he's, I've been attacked financially in my marriage, mentally in my family, with my kids, you know, at my job everything, my foundation. So I've been attacked wow. in every way and I can't even take credit for that. So I appreciate your kind words. I know that I'm a vessel and God is using me to inspire other people, but it's his power. You know, I'm, wow. I'm praying every day and I don't, and I, I hate to say like, I don't want to sound so preachy, but that's my truth. You know, mm -hmm. I can't, I can't give that credit to me or to anybody else. I know that God has pulled me in some really divine places and it's me crying out to him saying, Lord, I'm not strong. I need to be weak in me and I need to be strong in you and I need you to help me. And he's guided me. He's, he speaks to me. You know, he, he, wow. he speaks to my heart. He tells me, don't go that way. He tells me, be kind to that person, do this, go tell them, email them. Like there, if you really tap into it and you put out all the, and you really try to find that he helps you. He'll help me through my depression. Um, he, he's, he's told me before, Hey, your daughter's depressed. You need to go check on her, you know? And he told me, your granddaughter's going to die. You need to be praying. Oh, my You know, goodness. he told me that. So, you know, when I tell you he's real, it's, I'm not no theologian. I don't have all the answers to the why this happens and why that happens. But I'm telling you that I've lived through it. And there are countless stories that I can't even share in this time that there's no other explanation except for the power of God. So I will leave you with that. And I will also say that stop worrying about what other people think. That's where a lot of our stress comes from. Oh you my know? God. That's we, we're, we're putting so much weight in other broken people, you know, and I don't care how much money you have. I've had so much money in my bank account. I couldn't even believe it. And guess yeah. what? I was still depressed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, w I still needed God. Like, it's not about that. It's, it's, it's all the things that we think when we're younger, like, Oh, if I could just have this house, if True. I could just have this family and these kids and that it's not enough. It's mm -hmm. not enough. You know, you need a, a stronger foundation. And once you find that, then you're, there's freedom. You mm -hmm. know, I'm not restricted. You know, I'm, I'm fully me and I'm fully happy. You yeah. know, I'm, I have joy and I have struggles and there are hard times. But love yourself, you know, love yourself first authentically, you know, not with fake love and boasting yourself up, but humble yourself and, and look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, that's ugly and I don't like it and I have the power to change it. Gosh. Wow. <laughs> like that is um, a, that divine energy you carry. And uh, we're very appreciative to have you, Thank you. here today. Um, wow. Kind of eye opening for me. Uh, uh, lessons that I, uh, you know, things that I actually take will take home um, with you. me, actually. Um Wow, a couple very profound statements. <laughs> you know, not every day you get some of these statements like this. And um, we really are coming from an authentic place, guys. I know folks, you know, it's always... Um 
very cliche. I have men and women on this team. I'm very pro women. I'm very pro men. I'm pro individual. I'm pro God, pro family. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, we we bring everybody on here, but. It's always seems to be a little cliche when women specifically uh, come on and say these things. You know, people are like, oh, it's Iyanla Van Zandt, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, fix my life. No, you know, no, I no. admire her for what she does, but yeah. it's not like that. We're really speaking truth into this uh, microphone um, and hopefully to get to your ears, men, women, gay, straight, whatever you Absolutely. are, whoever you are. Uh, we hope that you'll receive this in all goodness and kindness and uh, love and faith and uh, through God. So we really stand appreciative i've learned some lessons today we want to thank taisha gray so much um thank you for having me and it's almost funny this us actually uh putting uh titles or labels uh how we are with titles i I asked you earlier i said oh girl um you kind of everything to me girl like what do you mean (laughs) you know what what are you should what what we go because i looked at actually i i I just had uh um there are uh, a few um post and a couple of things that she shared with the public um uh, that i thought was really uh, courageous to share um because i'm kind of a private person so even though i seem very extroverted i'll do jokes but if you really look at it i'm not very open about Mm -hmm. anything in my life because i feel like people will try to attack oh, it or they will. you know scrutinize or there may be people that love on you too i'm not saying that but sometimes you know how it is and maybe that one crazy comment you're like oh no mm-hmm. but um i think that having you on the show for me and hopefully you guys out there just really touched you that's all i mean you. you know certain folks their words hopefully it just comes through and just as genuine as she is here in person guys i want you to know that uh what you're feeling probably through this microphone it's real i promise you look her up she's Thank amazing Tasha gray we're gonna hear more from her hopefully she'll um you know be a regular uh we do have regular um folks and interestingly enough uh my brother akeem he hosts the show with me co-hosts the show sometimes a shout out to ron uncut he has his own uh, podcast and it's pretty great he's actually speaking from the male perspective so uh and there's a lot of things he has to say so be sure to check him out ron uncut podcast but uh um i uh, uh i love these type of talks because i think that they're um important but at the at, at the, the biggest thing for me is i want you guys to know i have guests regular guests you know co-hosts on here but tell me what you guys think about the guests that we have on you know if you have questions for um Tasha, you can email me at cloud nine the podcast at gmail.com but Tasha, one more time can you tell people how to reach you also tell us a little bit about about the fitness studio where you had trained in case people want to get inspired today sure. and start their journey um so my instagram handle is freaking awesome Tasha, and it's spelled like tasha and my Facebook is Tasha Gray, T-A-S-H-A. And the fitness studio that I go through is uh, Mr. Elite Fitness 510. And that's on Instagram. So it's spelled out M-I-S-T-E-R-E-L-I-T-E-F-I-T-N-E-S-S 510. 
Well, thank you so much. We're so grateful to have you, Tasha. Uh, so hopefully, welcome. we can bring even your husband on one day. You Absolutely. know, you guys talking about your journeys or you know, just anything you want to talk about. But it's always great when you find good people that'll be. You'll see them probably throughout the show, and hopefully, it might. You know, you never know. It might encourage you to have your own podcast. You never know. <laughs> but uh, we are always very supportive of that. Thank you guys for listening to so much Cloud Nine in a Straight Shot. My name is Shadia. Again, this is Tasha Gray. Um, you can reach me on Loving Shadia. Hello. V-I-N-G-S-H-A-D-I-A or Queen of Podcasting. Mm -hmm. I am vain enough to have three or four pages but ahead, uh, the most popular is the queen of podcasting you can also find me on facebook at shadia s-h-a-d-i-a last name powell p-o-w-e-l-l and we typically go live every thursday we may be changing that to every other thursday but right now uh we're going live on youtube and facebook my YouTube handle is Cloud9 The Podcast. And on Facebook, again, Shadia Powell. I am your host with the mostest. At least I try to be, y'all. Sometime, some days, I might not be the most because I'm having this drink. Me and Tasha up in here drinking. Girl, I'm feeling good. Girl, we're feeling good. Hey, wishing you guys all the best. Be sure to continue to tune in to Cloud9 and the podcast. Please tell a friend. Peace and blessings, y'all. It's been real. Bye.